Jay Garvin Show, Home and Mortgage Talk, Saturdays at 8 a.m., Mondays and Tuesdays at 7 p.m., here on KRDO News Radio, 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m., and 92.5 FM. Now, here's your host, Jay Garvin. This segment is brought to you by Empire Title, Bill McAfee, your best of the best Colorado Springs gold winner. Jay Garvin's here, host of The Jay Garvin Show, home and mortgage talk right here this week with you, fresh off the airplane from none other than Honduras. I think we flew into the capital, I cannot even pronounce the name, I think it's Tegucigala, something like that, it's tribal. I love Honduras, we've got a show today focused on Honduras, and of course, my other favorite subject, mortgage. So I'm morphing those two together. I'll tell you the title of the show later, but I want to tell you now that I'm your friend. Jay, you can call me anytime during the show. I'll catch you during the commercial breaks with my partners. Call me 719. That's 330-1457. I say that slow so you can remember it. You also can go to churchillcolorado.com. Not only do I host this show, Matt and I have produced and hosted this show for going on eight years now. I also am a licensed loan originator, actually uh, the business development manager for Churchill Mortgage, Kay Frucci, the branch manager here locally, and an amazing team of eight individuals that we have that we would love to earn the right to do your next purchase or refinance transaction. Hot season for purchase now that I Say after September is when the real investors buy from October through February. Then March through September goes to the uh, retail house hunters. But you can go to ChurchillColorado.com for that purchase loan, or you can look into your refinance debt consolidation. Ramsey refinances right now very, very hot. Dave Ramsey has trusted our team and Churchill for over 27 years, and you can trust us as well. Again, that's Churchill. Colorado.com, but I have an action-packed show for you today. I actually just got off the airplane from Honduras, and I'm literally getting back on an airplane right after this radio show on Saturday to Mexico. So I don't know if I'll do a show centered around Mexico, but I kind of put Mexico and also Belize that I've been to, also Cuba. Now, Matt, after this trip, we actually went to Nicaragua as well through the mountain passes, so I bundle that in, all-inclusive, to the title of the show, Drum Roll Matt, is Real Estate and Mortgage Outside the USA. Real Estate and Mortgage Outside the USA, I want to focus on two main components. One, primarily South America. What is it like to buy, build, have, finance a house in South America, south of the border? Can you even do that? And then I'm going to take a little trip down historical memory lane of the United States to say, hey, we've got the 30-year fixed mortgage. Is that commonplace? Where's our history? Where's that come from? And is it the same to do a real estate purchase and a financed mortgage outside United States? Or does it differ in some part completely? Is it worlds apart or just a slight degree off? That's what we're going to cover today, and I want to get into, really, the last week I just spent in Honduras. 
Second time that I've been there. Beautiful, beautiful country. The first time I was there in 2016 with Mission Lazarus. It's an organization that J.B. Jared Brown started out of Nashville, Tennessee. Long story, 15 years ago, he had a chance to buy 2,000 acres in a mountain jungle ranch. And it is like Club Med Missionary Service here. I'll get through all the details, kind of summarize it. Maybe I'll do a separate show just on the mission field. But through Churchill Mortgage, we have a very, very strong conviction to serve the kingdom, to serve the underprivileged, to serve knowledge, business, subsistence, to serve the kingdom and Christ. And we've done this. Matt Clark has went on 15 missions, but specifically four or five with Mission Lazarus down in South America. Third time he was to Honduras. Second time I was. He's also been to Guatemala. We were supposed to go to Haiti this year, but man, that is some bad action down there. They closed down the facility that we were supposed to go to. Make a long story short, Lord Jesus loves me so much that he says, you're going to go back to Honduras. And if I had pictures on the radio, it is absolutely phenomenal. The sunrises, 360 degree views from the top of these crested mountains. Not too far off from Colorado, we were three to 4,000 feet in the jungle mountains. Very temperate, great season, time to be there, rainy season here. But at the top of the mountain in the coffee fields, it was as high as 6,000, which isn't too far off where we are, but just a beautiful people. I specifically went to Honduras. I don't make this stuff up. It just comes to me naturally to actually build a house. Last time we built Santos's house. He See, this missionary, Mission Lazarus, is very, very unique. Instead of going there and visiting the orphans or the needy or anything like that or building a well or any of that, we serve, for the most part, 80% of the time, the missionaries who then in turn are there 360 days a year and they serve the locals. They interact with the orphans because they already have separation anxiety, thus in their defined name, orphan. For us to pet them and hold them for pictures and all of those different PR opportunities is selfish, and it just creates more separation anxiety for the orphans. So we serve the mission field. We built a house for Santos, who is in charge of the motor pool, over 60 vehicles in this mission that they have. They drive all the kids to and from their schools in the outer villages. They also offer schooling. We also built five walls for a uh, elaborate school that they're putting on the grounds. And then once in a while, two separate times during the week, we went out an hour into the jungle and gave people for the very first time in their life a sustainable latrine. I mean, you have to go back to the 1750s. You can't even go back to the 1850s with a comparison to Honduras to the days of Laura Ingalls because they don't even have cast iron stoves in their house. They don't even have glass windows. They just have brick and clay huts. Their kitchens are a mud stove outside that they stuff with wood. They're in the jungle. There is no bathrooms. There's no running water. It's funny now you see some solar panels and then you see your satellite dish. They probably have a uh, LE flat screen TV in there. That's their power. No bedrooms, just one room, probably 400 square feet. You want a tiny home, this is the real tiny home. But they're a happy people. They're simple, really bizarre for them to see Americans. Many of these children are 
six, seven years old and have not even been off the dirt road that's between here and Pikes Peak Summit, probably 30, 40, 50-minute ride, and we gave them a latrine. They dug the hole, lined it with rock. We gave them a latrine and a concrete slab that goes on top, a porcelain toilet, vent tubes, everything, and they might be 40, 60, or 16, or 6 years old, and they've never had a toilet. So we serve them a little bit. It's serving the kingdom. Wanted to share that little bit of the mission story with you. When I come back, I'm going to talk about real estate and mortgage, not only in Honduras, but also many of these same principles apply in Guatemala, Venezuela, Belize, Cuba, Panama, Dominican Republic, a little bit different in Puerto Rico because it's a territory of the United States, but Mexico as well, South America as a whole. And I'll be back to get deep into the conversation, real estate and mortgage, outside United States, right here on The Jay Garvin Show. Some people say a man is made out of mud. A poor man's made out of muscle and blood. Muscle and blood and skin and bone. A mind that's weak and a back that's strong. You look the Jay Garvin Show, Home and Mortgage Talk, Saturdays at 8 a.m., Mondays and Tuesdays at 7 p.m., here on KRDO News Radio, 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m., and 92.5 FM. We're back with your home mortgage Jedi, Jay Garvin's. This segment is brought to you by Arrow Moving and Storage. you get another day older and deeper in depth? St. Peter, don't you call me cause I can't go. I owe my soul to the company store. Well, thanks for sticking with me. I am Jay. You're listening to the Jay Garvin Show right here on Cardio News Radio. I failed to mention to you that I've got Bill McAfee and the economic update coming into the show pretty soon. So I want to hold my housekeeping till then. Bill McAfee is the owner and operator with his wife, Rhonda McAfee, Empire Title. They actually recently relocated right across very close to the Pro Rodeo Hall of Fame. But he's going to come and give the economic update, and we're going to talk some of the local, statewide, and global economy and tell you exactly what real estate's been doing. But I'm going to jump right back into the subject of today, real estate and mortgage outside United States. Now, I told you last segment that you can get a hold of me directly. My number is 719 719- Three three zero one four five seven. I'm a licensed loan originator. Have been for 20 years. Help over 16,000 people throughout my career. We have a team of eight of us at Churchill Mortgage, Garvin's Group of Churchill Mortgage. I'm the business development manager, and Kay Frucci is the branch and operations manager. We would love to give you the perfect client experience in your next purchase or refinance transaction. If you have an interest rate over 4.5 percent. On a conventional loan, that's a Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, you have to give me a call at 719-330-1457. Rates are so low and equity in Colorado is so high. You can shorten your term to a 15-year. If you do a Ramsey refinance, you can do a debt consolidation, help you cut up your cards, get into budget counseling, get an emergency reserve. I'm telling you, in all the papers right now, folks, that I'll talk about in housekeeping, The global economy is 
cooling down. It depends on Congress and Trump. If United States participates in that slowdown or downturn, I believe that we can have the Trump bump and become immune to it, but you want to be ready. I always say you prepare like you have to do something, but you hope that you never will. Financially, that means you need to have three to six full months of your budget in reserves. That means if it costs you $5,000, to pay all your bills in a given month, minus your tithing and minus your savings, and if an emergency comes, you know, you've already tithed and you've already saved on this money, but you need to have fifteen to $30,000 cash, not in an investment, not a 401k, not an IRA, not in silver, not in equity in a house, cash in a bank, because if not, you're going to be caught out in the cold without a jacket. Call me at 719-3301457. I can help you prepare. I've helped thousands of people do it. But what I want to start with today is when I say real estate and mortgage outside the USA, let's start with inside the USA in the history. What is, I'm going to go into this more detail in the future. In fact, next week I'm going to do a show that says uh, the history and comparing the 15 and 30 year mortgage in the United States. But United States is a very, very, very unique country. Bar unique countries like France and there's one more country. Barring France and I believe the Netherlands, I'll come across it in my notes, there is no other country in the world that has the 30-year fixed mortgage. So the history and the birth of the 30-year fixed-rate mortgage actually occurred in the 30s when the government, Congress, established Fannie Mae in 1938. See, what's meant for destruction can be turned for the glory of the kingdom, and that's what the Great Depression did. See, prior to this, in the 20th century and even the 19th century, United States had 10-year amateurized and 15-year amateurized basically portfolio or commercial loans on houses that would balloon primarily every five years, but some as much as one or three years. And why the banks did that is because just like if you went down to Pikes Peak National Bank right now, I called Robin Roberts, who's a president and CEO, and got a commercial loan amateurized for 15 years. I have to get requalified for that when it adjusts at five years, and that's what these Loans used to do for people in America way back in the 1800s, late 1700s, Ben Franklin's time. He would buy a brownstone row of houses in Boston. Ben Franklin was a big real estate owner, and he would have to requalify and refinance every five years with that local bank, Bank of Boston, whatever it is. And you have to do that today when you get a commercial building, when that loan adjusts every year, every two years, every five years, you have to get requalified and it solidifies the stability of the investment for the bank. Well, that worked fine throughout the 1800s, early 1900s, and then 1928 and then the stock crash of 1929 came into 1930 and 31 and all of these notes started to be called due on houses by banks. And some banks weren't even offering people to requalify. They were just get out of the house. You either sell the house immediately, the bank takes it, which was mostly the case if there's so many houses on the market, now you have saturation and volume goes up, prices go down, 100 homes for sale, only two or three to buy it, can't get prime dollar. 
and you lose the homes. And this was the problem in the Great Depression. And all of these banks said, hey, we have these thousands and thousands of homes, Congress. Help us find a solution. In the 1930s, 55% of all Americans were renters. There was only 40% of Americans who actually owned, which actually, I'm surprised, it seems pretty high. But from the 1940s to the 1960s, home ownership in the United States went from basically 40% to 60%, primarily because of the establishment of Fannie Mae and also the FHA, Federal Housing Authority, and they established a 30-year fixed mortgage and a 15-year fixed mortgage that was an alternative to the five-year balloon mortgage. Now, the balloon mortgage relies on large sums of money in payment down. The crazy thing is, is Germany doesn't have this loan today. They don't have a 30-year fixed. You have Iceland. You have Australia. You have Korea. You have China. You have Japan. There is no 30-year mortgage. So what in the world do they have in South America? In South America... I told you that folks were living similar to the 1700s, the 18th and 19th century. I say that because most of the land there is owned by family, if at all, and you have extended houses that are built. I told you this week we built three separate latrines, and American teams, gringos they call them, came down there and did latrines before, and you'll have six or seven little brick huts with tin and tile roofs, no windows, no screens, and there'll be five or six latrines in there, but there won't be any iron stoves, there's no electricity, there's no glass windows, there's no hardwood floors, they're all dirt, you're in the jungle, and it's almost identical. You can guess how many of those houses have financing, zero. Zero financing. If you go into Gukalala, I'm not going to get that right. You can call me at 3301457 if you can properly pronounce the capital of Honduras where we flew into. But I'll go into more details of that. What I do want to tell you is United States made a conscious effort back in the 1930s to say, you know what, we want to make a proactive consensus decision to make home ownership accessible to Americans. And like I told you, next week I'm going to compare the 15- and 30-year mortgages, the pluses and the minuses, and what it's done for United States. But it's actually FDR's New Deal and actually the establishment of Home Owner Loan Corporations, H-O-L-P, and there's also the ELPs and the GSEs. The GSEs were the government-sponsored entities that actually helped banks because if you take these 30-year fixed mortgages, and I'll get into this more next week, if rates go lower, there's no prepayment penalty today, but there was back then. Because today, if you have a loan like we did in 2018, that was at 5.5%, and rates go down, you just switch it, you go to 4.5%. But now that government-sponsored entity buys the servicing of that mortgage from the banks, freeing up their books to go get more mortgages, and now they have to sell those bond securities at a premium because if rates go down, then you have to take all of your efforts, get a new mortgage, but those individuals that are holding the notes then have the risk, and that's very, very unique in the United States. That's why we had the tough turndown in 2008, 9, and 10, but the alternative is, Home ownership that's 5, 15% below, and people say repeatedly in the wholesale end of 
our economy that United States has a homeowner generated and oriented economy. So the FHA, the Federal Housing Authority, also established the FHA mortgage that was later, not in the 30s. They created these mortgages that had 15-year backing and 30-year backing and insured them against foreclosure. And that was very, very unique. Never had a government entity do that. And the United States has been doing that ever since. But being a homeowner, friends, being a homeowner is very, very different than owning your home. So I'm going to go into that after the break. Plus, I'm going to have my very good friend and guest, Bill McAfee. We're going to go through the economic update right here in El Paso County, the Pikes Peak region, and do a little bit of housekeeping. The Jay Garvin Show back right after these messages. In every life we have some trouble. But when you worry, you make it double. Don't worry. Be happy. Don't worry. Be happy now. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. The Jay Garvin Show, Home and Mortgage Talk, Saturdays at 8 a.m., Mondays and Tuesdays at 7 p.m., here on KRDO News Radio, 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m., and 92.5 FM. We're back now. Here's Jay Garvin's. Hey, where's the meat? Thanks for sticking with me. I have one of my good friends here, partner for years, new location, new energy, Empire Title, Bill McAfee. Buddy, you've had a lot going on. Brown chicken, brown cow. Brown cow. You've got the whole thing. you got your entire team of how many people physically well, moved. And that location, a- about 55. Uh, we went from 11,000 square foot to about 13,000. So it was over one weekend. So it was a, uh, my bags have bags under my eyes right I'm now. I'm telling Still. you. And that's. Amazing. Sarah, my closer, gave me a tour, and it's just amazing facilities. You've got to take a look. Bill McAfee, they had an open house. Oh, now, have it? Oh, wait a second. October 23rd, open house, 5 awesome. to 7 p.m. Great. 5555. Let's say that again. 5555. Text Center Drive, Suite 110. And it's basically just as the crow flies right behind the Pro Rodeo Hall of Fame, Yep, right, right up the on the hill. Yep, and do, if you're going to come, please RSVP. Uh, you can do that at www.etcos.com, or you can call me on my cell phone, which I won't answer, just teasing. Call the office phone, uh, 719-884-5300. We'd yeah. love to have you. That's amazing, Bill. We appreciate you doing I actually told the radio listeners I came back from Honduras yesterday right after this radio show. I'm heading out to Mexico, and I'm a little bit nervous. I've never taken 21 days off since I've been in the military, and you know how it is in business. And it's not slowing down. It's going to be a crazy fourth quarter with real estate and the economic numbers, isn't it? Uh, I mean, with just the lack of supply and the increased demand, with those rates dropping down, Jay, I'm predicting one of the best fourth quarters we've probably ever seen. Even better than 2016 and 17. I think it might. Um, you know what? And actually, we're seeing you know where the where the ten year treasury's at. We could see even a little downturn on rates. Who knows? But I'm not seeing any upward pressure. And where they're at right now is bringing buyers back into the market. What we're seeing simply is a is a we only have a little over two thousand listings available. So every month, if you go and want to shop for a home, 
there's only 2,000 houses on any given month. And 10 years ago, how many houses any given month were on the market? If you go 10 years ago, in fact, when we, we had 7,000 before the crash. So basically more than three and a half times the inventory with a sliver of the demand. And the way everything's going on right now with the interest rates being low, with us being named the space headquarters, with everything's going on Cars Springs, the demand is just out of sight right now. I mean, we're still seeing multiple offers. It's not what it was all of 17, the first part of 18, but it's still really strong. We still have a shortage in supply and demand is huge. So we're, you know, we're about, if you, if I compare this month of this year to this month of last year, just the month to month, we're down about 15% on what was available for sale. And, uh, and, and the buyers are just jumping in and it's simply because they have the ability to come in and buy, you know, just those dropping interest rates, give them, you know, twenty, thirty thousand dollars of purchasing power. So they're jumping back in. So the number of sales, even though uh, we slowed down this time of year, in the month of uh, September, we had 1,394 sales. Just to put that in perspective, you know, if the highest we've ever had is about 1,700. So, I mean, we're only 400 off a high, and we're starting the end of the downturn. Yeah, so in this lower part of the season, I tell people in the fall and the winter is when my um, investment property home searchers come out of hibernation, and it's usually slower, but not this fall. Jay, we're only seeing 1.6 months of inventory, and what that means is if if, if we didn't add anything or delete anything within 1.6 months, we would sell everything. Everything. Four to six months is normal. We are still way undersupplied for what it is. You're going to ask me here in a little bit. I'll give you my prediction for that fourth quarter. We have a huge lack of supply. Interest rates are about 3.58, which is just incredible. I would not surprise to see that dipped even just a little bit more. Yeah, what do you think? I mean, I don't have tea leaves to read, but when I'm in Mexico, the Fed's going to meet again, and I'm doing housekeeping after you leave, and it says U.S. retail sales drop 0.3 amid wider global slowdown. They talk about an estimate of 3% in growth for all of 2019 with a fear of trade slowing down. It's still up in the air, but I think there may be one more decrease just to hedge off the uh, global recession. That's happening right now, and I think we could avoid it. You know what? If you look at The Economist, 6 out of 10, 5 out of 5, no one can agree. And But now almost everyone's saying it's not going to be a big smash. It's going to be a slowdown, not going to be a, a big hit. Like 91 or 99, yeah, nothing and, huge. And we're even, I think, Jay, we're even more insulated than almost everywhere else is because oh. of what's going on here right now. We're 20- yeah, our prime interest rate is above 2%, and you got Japan and Germany that's at a negative absolutely. treasury rate. You pay them to put money in the bank. Yeah, you yeah. absolutely do. So in Pikes Peak region, because we like to care about the families right in our backyard, you driving in the car right now, Bill and I are talking to you. What do you see happening as we go into the fall as far as home equity? I'm talking to you, the 85 percenters out there, just like Bill and I that own your homes. What are we going to see in our equity in this fourth quarter, finishing out the fiscal year of 2019? Typically, prices will drop down just because the number of sales will drop down, drive an average and median prices down. They're going to drop some, but if we look at it, values, we're over at 5% year over year right now. So all the way through October, you know, we're we're at 5%. So compare January through October, January through October, or I'm sorry, September, we're at 5%, both average and median. So you're not going to see a bunch of fluctuation off that through the year. No, nope, it's good. Maybe it's, five to seven percent. Yeah. So yeah, throughout year, absolutely. You know, average and median prices for this time of year are still holding incredibly strong. They? Well, right now the median price is like three hundred and twenty-five. To average is like three forty. Bill, so, what I mean, was that in December going in two thousand? One hundred and seventy-two thousand. 
172,000. We get up to 360, and that's double. You just did. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think mean, we'll hit that before 2022, 2024. Again, I'm just not seeing. I'm listening. I, I do. I watch a lot, but I'm just not seeing. We may see a slowdown, but I'm not seeing a crash in this market. No, by uh, 10 years, if you have a house, and they just, I read an article that from 2012 to 2019, Colorado Springs was top, one of the top seven markets in the entire country with like 81% appreciation. And by 2022, that's going to be 100%, which means 180 goes to 360, $180,000 house in 2012. By 2022, will be 360000 And Jay, in 2009, our average price was under 200000 And right now, this last month, we were at 368 so again, we're not we're you know we're not that far off of doubling in in those eleven years. Yeah. So I mean it's uh, it's just what's going and again it's a lack of supply and an increased demand that we're seeing. Uh, sales as a percentage of active listings, which is rear view mirror look, we're actually starting to come back up on that. Wow. And what that says, if we have a hundred homes, we're going to sell twenty. Right now we're selling sixty eight. Sixty eight, almost out seventy of out of every one hundred yeah. homes are selling every and month. Twenty would be normal. 20 would be normal. That's three times. And, you know, this is a little bit frightening for the first time, new home buyers. There's programs. But for you as a seller and as an owner, this is this is really your only tangible access to residual long-term wealth is the equity in your house for most Americans. And it's been a blessing. We hit hard in the recession. But what are you seeing coming out of the fourth quarter, my friend? All right. You asked me. This is going to be one of the strongest fourth quarters we've probably seen. I think it may wow. top every, anything we've ever seen. And the reason I'm saying that, Jay, is those rates around 3.58. I, I think they might edge down a little bit. Uh-huh. As news around the world says, you know, economies are softening. The only reason rates aren't lower than what they are, my belief is the lenders are so busy yeah. that based on what the 10-year notes do, and they should be lower, but yeah. they, they absolutely can't handle it anymore. We can't handle it. We're so busy. We had our largest month at Garvin's Group of Churchill and the entire Churchill Corporation than in my 20 years in mortgage yeah. and Mike Hartwick's 29 years in mortgage. It's insane. Well, you look right now, average and median price both over 5% year over year. Here's the interesting thing. Residential units sound down, or they're down 07 Wow. So they're almost a percent down, which is crazy because you'd be saying, in this market, we're going to sell more. The reason we're not selling more, it's just not there. It's just not there. Well, later in the show, I'm going to provide hope for those going into a new home or trying to buy into the market. But for the sellers, Bill, what would you tell them in the fall? Time to sell? Time to hold on? What do you think in the last minute here? Here's what I would say in that last quarter. Typically, you're going to want to sell in the spring and summer. Great. Um, But we are, like, if there's a need, if you're you're transferring, you got a job offer, you're going somewhere, there's a need to go, I would not be afraid to sell this fall and winter. Wow. Simply because of the demand that's there. And, I mean, so, yeah, let's say you hold on to it until next next spring, but then you got your mortgage payments that you're paying on that and all property taxes and everything. So the bottom line is, in this market, in today's market, if I had to... I knew I had to leave town and had a job somewhere else. I would not be afraid to sell in the in the fall and winter because I, I seriously think the last quarter of this year will set records. So below four hundred thousand, really between two fifty and three fifty, it is a hot market with no slowdown in the fourth quarter. Bill, appreciate you. Can't wait to come and see that opening, your brand new location. If you guys have any questions you want to visit, call me directly. I'll get you connected with Bill McAfee. Thanks for coming on, my friend. Thank you, Jay. Well, what an amazing visit with Bill McAfee. I'm going to stay right on target. And, yep, the knock comes as Bill goes out. Housekeeping. Housekeeping. Want to share a couple things. He says, hot, hot, hot real estate.
market going into the fourth quarter. And uh, I think the Fed Reserve might uh, throw a little more gas on that. Rates are already historically low. If you are above 4%, you have to just take the time, do the research, give me a call. We're the only mortgage company that will walk you through the process. And two out of every five people, almost 35, 40% of the people were like, hey, we suggest you don't refinance, and this is why. Where you can imagine any of these other mortgage companies, especially the big boxes nationally, are going to walk you through a refinance no matter what because they've got notches on their belt, they've got to close so many units, they've got to keep their underwriters busy, and they will find a way to convince you into your mortgage, even if it's not the best thing for your family. That's why you want to experience the perfect client experience, the PCE with Churchill, and call me today at 719-330-1457 because I'm telling you right now, trade skepticism is in the markets right now, and there is a drop of 0.3% of retail sales in the United States amid a wider global downturn and a slowdown. And basically, United States, in these articles here, this is on the 17th, of October, just a couple days ago, on Thursday, they were saying, really, United States is the best of the worst. We're the strongest of very weak economies. China is at a 49-year slow. They've not been this slow in their growth in China in 49, almost 50 years, two generations. Germany, slow down. The gears are coming to an abrupt halt. This is why immigration in Europe is so important, because they need to replenish their factory and their blue-collar workforce. It isn't working out for them as much as they thought. And we're going to see what the Fed does. We're going to see what the Federal Reserve does with these rehab loans, the loans that are just getting people through their payroll, the 24-hour turnaround loans. We're going to see what happens with the 12-month uh, and the 2-year and the 10-year treasuries. But right now, my prediction later this month in less than two weeks is that the Fed is going to hold the rate, but it's a 50-50. We'll see how that goes, but wanted to wrap up housekeeping with this one last measure. Here we are, the third week of October, and my class only has 10 more seats left on the 19th of November. That's a Tuesday evening, 6.30 p.m., my last investment property class, real estate investing for real people, building your team, and following a roadmap. This is part two. Go to ChurchillColorado.com, ChurchillColorado.com, and sign up where you pull down the tab, classes and events. You'll see the investment property class. Pull that down and sign up. This is really probably the last week. Maybe next week I'll announce it. Then by October, it's going to be filled up. Last class, 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. right at my building. So want to sum up this uh, segment rehashing exactly where we're going. I'm talking today about real estate mortgage outside the United States. I've reviewed the fact that since 1938, United States has a 30-year fixed mortgage that's absolutely anomaly in the world. In Honduras, in Belize, in Mexico, the only way that you can obtain any type of loan, first of all, as a foreigner, there's no loans in those countries available at all. The only exception to that is Belize. They speak English, and you can go into a local bank and do a construction loan, but then you're going to have to pay it off. Primarily, people are doing it in cash. People are doing it with line of equities from their American homes. And then also, they're doing seller carries. 
But what is out there for the local citizens? What does the local Honduran do when he wants to own? Over 40% of Hondurans own their home, and that's the key word. They're not buying a home. They own their home outright. I'm going to get into that right after the break. In the power segment, wrapping everything up with my power podcast, Don't Go Anywhere, I'm going to be wrapping up real estate outside the United States right here on the Jay The Jay Garvin Show, Home and Mortgage Talk, Saturdays at 8 a.m., Mondays and Tuesdays at 7 p.m., here on KRDO News Radio, 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m., and 92.5 FM. We're back with your home mortgage best friend, Jay Garvin. We want to pump you up. with me. I am Jay Garvin. You've tuned in to the Jay Garvin Show or the Power Podcast, the final segment right here. You can get a hold of me at 719-330-1457. That's my cell phone. As a host, I've been taking calls personally for eight years now. I have an entire team at Garvin's Group at Churchill Mortgage. Kate Frucci is my manager, and you also can go to Churchill. Colorado.com. Get information to start your next purchase or refinance loan. As I wrap up this show called Real Estate and Mortgage Outside of United States, I mentioned earlier in the show the details of how in 1938, United States created a 30-year mortgage. For the first time ever in the world, it was after the Great Depression. There was only in the 19th and 20th century, you had conventional commercial portfolio loans that were five-year terms, 10-year terms, 15-year terms, and they all had balloons. What that means at a certain period of time, most commonly in five years, you would have to refinance and restructure with the local bank of Boston when you're in Ben Franklin's era and time, restructure, refinance your brownstone that four or five families rented from you or you lived in, or it might balloon in one year or three years. But if not, you had to sell it, you would take your cash, the difference, and then give the rest to the bank. Or in times where you could not qualify, the bank would actually call the note due, and you'd have to go to another bank and get refinancing, or you'd have to sell it, probably 90, 80, 95 cents on the dollar, hoping you had equity, and go down the road. Now, the rest of the world, with the exception of France and also the Netherlands, with the exception of those two countries, no other country worldwide has ever adopted the 30-year mortgage. And I'm going to do a show next week titled Comparing the 15- and 30-year mortgage. The rest of the world still operates primarily on that portfolio or commercial loan, sometimes a construction loan that you have to be requalified for every time it adjusts or it balloons, every one to three, primarily five years, and then they reassess your finances. Now, specifically, I said I was going to talk about South America. It doesn't matter whether you're talking about Venezuela, Panama, Dominican Republic, but primarily I'm going to focus on Honduras, Mexico, and Belize. Because other than that, there's no home loans at all in Cuba. They're just now allowing people to sell properties again. They didn't for decades. 
But the Honduran bank is actually available for local residents. But there's no money down programs in the United States like FHA Loan, CHAFA, Colorado Housing and Finance Authority, FHA 3, 3.5% down. But in Honduras and the Honduran Bank, 50% down to finance. Sometimes the seller of that land and the house will finance you, but there's no such thing as a 30-year mortgage. Right now, there's a 10- and 15-year commercial loan at like 6.5%. Americans can't finance this. And guess what? With 50% down, most Hondurans can't either. It only costs about $2,000 to $10,000 to buy a house in Honduras, but this will blow your mind. Just for a second, the median income in the United States, my friends, my listeners, is over $63,000 a year. Do you know if you're on Social Security or subsistence in the United States and you make three grand a month in Social Security and SSI or whatever you have, you're in the top 1% of all wage earners in the world if you make $30,000 or more a year. And that's well below our poverty line. In Honduras, my friends, get this, I was just there. The median income at a low in the rural areas is $2,400 a year and a high in the capital city, Takasegalapa, I don't know how to say Toluca Kapawa, whatever the capital is of Honduras. I just flew from there, 17000 a year with the median income across the whole country of $5,280. That's $1 an hour. They work 10-hour days. That's 50 bucks. You work 52 weeks, $5,500, $5,200. There's no way you're qualifying for a mortgage on that. You have some apartments. You have some houses in the major cities, but there's only 9 million people in all of Honduras. That's about the exact same population as the United States. And if you look at the median home price in the United States, it's 226000 So the median income in the United States is $63,000 a year in 2018. Median home price in the United States is $226,000. In El Paso County, where we are, $65,370 is the median income, and 332 what Bill just said, is the median house price. And the median house price in Honduras is literally two to $5,000 in the rural areas, 10000 and only fifty to 70000 if you go into the major capital cities. So what does that say about United States? as compared to the rest of the world. What it states is that we actually have a system where you and I as middle class can actually own a home. And I want to help you do that. Home ownership, I honestly believe, unless you're going to build a business, buy a job like I've done the quadrants of income, get a job, self-employed, buy a job, build wealth, which is build a company and leverage your employee power, or become an investor where you're investing in real estate companies, the true residual American dream. Other countries don't have that. And I tell you, everything starts, whether you agree or not with this president, every single thing in every single society begins and ends with J-O-B-S. Jobs, jobs, jobs. In Honduras, this mission that I went on, Mission Lazarus, 140, 138 people employed in this mission, double the minimum wage of Honduras, and people are revered if they work at 
these jobs because they have a job. Other individuals do not. So in the last minute, I want to tell you that in the United States, we count our blessings. We have a system. Take advantage of it and call me at 719-330-1457 to start your next purchase or refinance transaction. And as I state at the end of every single show, I pray that you would go, grow, and prosper. Tell someone close to you that you love them because that's all that matters in the end. Not your house, not your mortgage, or not your travel. And if you haven't found your passion, your calling, and your purpose in life, pray to God. Right now, drop to your knees, pull over to the side of the road and say, Lord, please reveal a passion, a purpose for my life. Because that's what I found in you, the radio listener. A group of people that I would come serve every single week, every single month, every single year, because you add value to me. 330-1457 is how you get a hold of me right here at the Jay Garvin Show. Now I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going to go when the The preceding was a paid program on KRDO News Radio. KRDO News Radio does not confirm nor deny the validity or accuracy of the information contained in this program. And the views expressed do not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the staff and management of KRDO News Radio. I don't know where I'm gonna go.